everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. This week, we are going to talk about something that everyone kind of goes through or most people go through. I know some people do like night school or get their GED or whatever, but graduation day. We have finally made it to graduation day, which means we're almost done with season one, which means season two is just around the corner. If you follow me, well, you follow me likely if you're listening to this podcast, but season two is my all-time favorite. I cannot wait to have some of the season two guests. Um, it's going to be a good one. I really can't wait. Season season one cast is very nice to me, but they're not as open as season two, so it's going to be good. And I just want to say next week I am releasing the podcast with Reagan and her friend Jenica. And how it's going to happen is on Wednesday or Thursday they're going to release their podcast where they actually interviewed me. Which is really cool. Like I didn't expect to be asked or anything but I'm really excited to do it. So I'll post the link on where to go for that. And then that Sunday I'm going to be releasing the podcast with Reagan and her friend Jenica ended up joining and it was great. Um, I don't like to throw this around a lot so you know this is kind of big me saying it but it's definitely one of my favorites and I guess I do say one of my favorites a lot but um, this one was unexpectedly really really good. I really loved talking with Reagan and it was kind of cool seeing her outside of the very Cavalieri world so I was genuinely surprised at her answers and stuff like that um it was my first time ever meeting her it was the first time we ever met I didn't meet her at the um premiere party because you'll find out why when you listen on Wednesday to Jenica and Reagan or maybe it's on mine on one of them we talk about why I did not get a chance to meet Reagan but thank you guys so much for listening and it's been kind of a crazy week but let's get right into graduation right I'm going to end up talking a lot about my graduation. I already apologize. I'm like weirdly emotional. This this whole week I've been weirdly emotional. I'll get to that after the episode. But my 10-year reunion is coming up. And I think that's why I'm a little extra emotional when I talk about graduation right now. You know, you, you think you don't want to be in high school forever. And you definitely don't. Like, I don't want to be in high school forever, but you do end up missing it, or at least I did. You know, I didn't have a really bad experience in high school or anything like that, so I I do miss it, but luckily I have a little group chat with a lot of my high school friends, with a lot of my, with my four high school friends, <laughs> but it's always funny and it's good to catch up. So let's get into it. It starts off with everyone just talking about being done with high school. You know, Lowe's excited to move on. Morgan's excited to move on. And this poor girl is like chasing everyone down for the video yearbook. And I can't imagine how awful that must have been. Um, Especially if Laguna was a really clicky high school, which I'm going to assume it was because my high school was and I feel like most high schools were. You have to like knock on the door of someone you've never really like hung out with and be like, I need to ask you questions about high school. This is going to be awful. But that's how it starts. And we find out that LC was most irresistible. And Steven was life of the party. And then it showed Trey, but it didn't show what he won. So my guess is most fashionable or most unique. I don't, I think that we had both of those categories, but I'm not 100% sure. But you know what? I'm going to go with most unique because Trey had his own style. I mean, he wore a studded belt around his bicep, which I think we can all appreciate, right? (laughs) 
But Elsie starts talking about how she is making the list so all their friends can sit together, which I thought was absolutely bananas. At my school, it was alphabetical order. It didn't matter if you weren't sitting with your friends, like, suck to be you. And especially my last name starts with a W, so I'm sitting in the way last row, and we were sitting, like, on the football field in June and it was hot like in Massachusetts it gets warm in June but it was like a really hot day I feel like it was in the 80s or something and like people's grandparents were passing out and it was actually really gnarly I'll say gnarly I'll start I'll throw a gnarly in there that's a Laguna right that was pretty gnarly people were passing out but yeah I thought it was really crazy how um Elsie was able to like manipulate the system all right obviously it wasn't just Elsie but um, yeah, it's weird how Laguna was like, sit wherever, it doesn't matter, sit with your friends. So Morgan, the next scene is Morgan. So everyone starts prepping for graduation, and I will say the way that this episode is edited, it's really choppy, it's really all over the place, but in the corner it'll be like five hours till graduation, two hours till graduation, and right now it said like morning of graduation. So it shows Christina being woken up and her being like, get the fuck out of here. I am so tired. I don't want to do this. And I don't even remember the other people getting ready because it's just Christina being like so not ready to be awake and probably super unhappy that there are cameras in her bedroom at like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. But I was trying to figure out if her dad's a zaddy. So please let me know if you think Reverend Schiller is a zaddy or not. Obviously, we have Jim, who's king of the zaddies, Dennis, who's vice president, and Morgan's dad's kind of hot, too. And we also see Bruce, Stephen's dad, who's also hot. That's like someone was like, you keep talking about how hot their dads are. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to continue. I'm, I can't apologize. It's who I've become. <laughs> so the next scene is Morgan being interviewed for the uh, video yearbook. And she actually predicted her, her future, which I thought was really cool. She said she wanted to come back to Laguna. She wanted to be married, maybe have some kids. She wanted to run a cute little boutique. And guess what? She checked off all those boxes. I am such a big Morgan fan. I never realized how big of a Morgan fan I was until I was like re-watching this and kind of following her life now in a way with Minnow Swim. She's like buddies with Gwyneth Paltrow and Molly Sims. And I only... I only think Molly Sims was in one movie I've ever seen in my life. But her name, you know, carries a little weight. And her and Elsie are little buddies. They're both little, like, fashionista friends, which is always cool. But I I love that she was able to be like, this is what I want to do. And guess what? She did it. Because at the time, you know, when you're watching the show, Morgan didn't get a ton of love. And still to this day, I'll post a picture of Morgan. And a lot of people are like, oh, she's so boring. She's so this, she's so that. But she killed it. She did it. And her husband's super hot. And she has two little beautiful kids. And she's been featured. She was featured in like Cosmo or Vogue. I can't remember which one, but she was featured. She's been featured in a lot of, um, in a lot of magazines. So keep killing it, Morgan. I like you. It shows Trey and Steven getting their skateboarding on because that's what bros do before graduation. They got a skateboard. They got to get the adrenaline out of their systems, right? It's it's also like a really long day because my graduation was at like noon or, you know, like 11 a.m. or noon or whatever time it was. But I feel like if it was at like six or seven at night, which it looked like that's what time theirs was at. It was dark. I would be 
a ball of stress all day. My mom actually, um, she took me to the driving range. That was something we always would do together. Just go to the driving range, hit a bucket of balls. And we weren't good, but it's a good way to like release your stress. And I was really stressed out. I woke up at like 6 a.m. And I just had a lot of anxiety about it. There's that part of me that, you know, you walk up. This happened for college too. You walk up and you're like, oh shit, what if my name's on not on the list? What if I'm not actually graduating? What, what if this isn't real life, you know? But anyway, Steven and Trey got their anxiety out by skateboarding. And then it shows the boys hanging out, which is Steven, Dieter, Trey, and Polster, I believe. I believe it was Polster. I'm assuming it was Polster. But Steven and Dieter start talking about girls, girls in college. And again, this is probably a reason why Dieter doesn't want to do an interview with me, which I totally understand because season one Dieter is not the same Dieter as season two. Let's put it that way. So Steven goes, girls will be so different in college. And then Dieter goes, girls will be slutty in college. And Steven said, not slutty, just experience. And um, then he goes, I'll wear a Jimmy, maybe two. And it's like, holy shit, I'm watching this in eighth grade and I'm like, Okay, yeah, yeah, in college I'm going to be a slut. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what Steven and Dieter are telling me to do. Um, And then Dieter says, it's also an easy way to get STDs. True, guys. Wear protection. If you don't wear protection, get tested. Don't spread that shit around, okay? Get get medication, Get do what you need to do to keep that shit under control, okay? But STDs, I feel like, I this actually was in my group chat, STDs were always so, like you know, taboo and stuff like that. But a lot of people get them and then they take medication and then they're gone and that's that. Obviously, there are some that stay with you forever. So be careful, get tested, and just be open with your partner. That's my PSA for halfway through this podcast. <laughs> um, Kristen is the next scene is Kristen. I think she's with Jessica. I'm sorry, I did a live while I took these notes. So usually what I'll do is I'll watch a scene, write a bunch of notes, watch another scene, write a bunch of notes, and I didn't do it this time. So I feel like this might not be one of my best podcasts, so I apologize ahead of time. But Kristen is with Jessica, I think, and Kristen's excited to be single but wouldn't be happy if Steven hooked up with Lauren. And she goes, because Lauren would think she's, like, really cool or something. (laughs) It's like, what? Yeah, she probably would think she was really cool if she hooked up with Steven. I don't know, but I just thought that was a funny reason of why well, why she said she didn't want Steven to hook up with Elsie. Obviously, there's a lot of reasons why she doesn't want her boyfriend to hook up with someone else. But if they're both single, I don't know. It was just like a funny little thing to say. And Kristen, Kristen was so good with her one-liners, man. She's so funny. Like, on this show, she killed me. So um, we find out that Lo got her Jetta. That was her gift for... Um, That was her gift for going to college. She got a brand new car, which I don't, I don't frown upon. You know, I don't frown upon that. A lot of people are like, you know, these rich kids, they get a car, whatever. My dad bought my first car. Like I didn't pay for it. It wasn't a Jetta. It wasn't a great car, but got me from point A to point B. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it would overheat on the highway, but those are the things that make you learn. (laughs) So 
this poor girl is still trying to chase everyone down to do their interview. And she's like walking up to train. He's like skateboarding down a hill directly at her. And then he get you know, goes around her, doesn't end up hitting her, which I was a little nervous about. You know, you never know with these skateboarders. They're a little crazy. She ends up getting Trey to sit down and Trey, I love the way Trey speaks. Um, on the podcast that'll be released Wednesday with Reagan and Jenica, they ask me who I'd most want to be stuck on an island with, and I did say Trey, so that's a little spoiler alert. They asked me a lot of really good questions. Um, They asked me who's a bigger mean girl, Elsie or Kristen, and that question actually kind of threw me for a loop, but I answered it, so I want you guys to check it out, but like I said, it'll be in my story. So Trey ends up saying, you know, he has, everyone has to get out of Laguna. It's a great place to grow up, but everyone has to get out. And he wants um, love in a united youth in voice for the future, which I think we're slowly getting to. I think young people are now talking a lot more about political beliefs than they did even when I was in high school, which is really important. You know, if you're educated at a younger age, maybe we'll have a better future. I know for me, even now, like with I have beliefs about things, but I don't know enough about politics to like fight with someone about them and I also know that fighting with someone about politics is like talking to a wall because nobody's really going to change their opinion on, you know, big items like gun control or abortion or whatever. And don't worry, I'm not going to get into it. But it's really hard to change someone's opinion on something like that when they already have such a strong opinion. But I think if we could maybe have people learn about this younger at a younger age, that would be important because I don't think I even knew what abortion was until a girl in high school got one. And I was like, wait, what's an abortion? And then my mom told me and I was kind of like, oh, shit, you know, like, damn, that's what that is. OK, what? A- well, I don't know. So anyway, there's the scene that everybody loves with Lo singing, ooh, that smell. And she's going to show her car off to Elsie. And I haven't heard that song before that scene, and I don't think I've heard that song since that scene, to be totally honest. Um, I don't know how Lo knew every word to it, but she knew to play that because she loved her new car smell, and she was like, guess what, Elsie? Ooh, ooh, that smell. Smell this new car. You're going to love it. And it's a cute scene. I love Lo and Elsie so much in season one and season two. I I love their friendship. So, of course, I'm going to hype that up a little bit. So we get to Christina, and we find out that she gets a Bible. She gets a study Bible, and she seems really excited about it. So if that's what you're into, awesome. Super happy that you got that gift, right? It's a good gift, and she seems excited. I don't know if she was excited when she found out Lo got a new car. She got a new Bible. But who knows? You know, everyone's into something else, right? So Morgan ends up getting an iBook, and we find out her mom's name is Mickey. I'm going to say it's Mickey. It's probably pronounced something different, but it's M-I-K-I. And I've also learned that all the moms look alike. I mean, I kind of had a feeling, but all the moms could, you know, if they swapped them out unless they were Mrs. Conrad, I forget her name right now. Linda? Is her name Linda? Unless it was um, her, I wouldn't know the difference between any of the parents. In season two, I know Karen because that's Taylor's mom and she follows the page and comments. But other than that, like, you could just swap all the moms and I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's definitely whose parent it is. Um, Trey, of course, being ahead of his time, he gets Bluetooth speakers and a subwoofer for, I'm assuming, his car? But he's moving to New York, so maybe for his dorm room? I don't know. 
And then we see Stephen's dad talking to Stephen about graduation and all this stuff. And we find out his little sister's not going to his graduation, which I think is kind of shitty. And you can tell that Stephen is also not super happy about it. And it might be his older sister. It's one of his sisters. I think he has two. I'm not on my game today, and I really apologize. But but I'm pretty sure it's his younger sister. But it could be his older sister. I'm pretty sure, actually, it's his older sister. Okay, his older sister, who's also named Lauren. Everybody in Laguna is named Lauren, right? We have Lauren Polster, Lauren Conrad, Lauren Bosworth, um, Lauren Coletti. We have Alex H., who's actually Lauren Olson. So many Laurens. And then the produ- producers made sure to have a quick little call between Elsie and Steven while they're getting ready. And they're just like, okay, well, I'll see you later. Talk to you later. Just want to call and say hi, which is, you know, so bizarre. And Sandy and Kirsten Cohen of Laguna walk Elsie to her car and they're matching. They're both wearing like black shirt with like white palm trees. Very Taylor Swift of them right now. But they wish their daughter, you know, good luck. We'll see you there. And then it is time for everyone to cry because graduation by vitamin C plays. And I have that on my iPod and I don't know if all you know, but I still listen to it every day. Like on my way to work, I use my iPod every time. You know, I just had a three hour work trip. I had to drive three hours and I use my iPod the whole time. Um, I don't know what I'll do if I get a car one day that I can't hook my iPod up to. I'll be totally lost. But graduation plays and you see everybody, you know, graduating and it's nighttime in Laguna. Gorgeous. I think Laguna is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Granted, I haven't traveled to like a ton of places, but Laguna is so beautiful, especially at sunset. Like, okay, I get why you did it at night. It was probably also hot during the day. They probably didn't want people passing out, but my school was like, just get these kids out of here. And one of the craziest things... I think I think the craziest thing about graduation in high school is you want to leave so bad, but you don't want to leave. You know, you don't know what the future has. You don't know if you're going to talk to a lot of people. You don't know. Luckily, with social media now, like, you can talk to people. It's not that hard. But everybody changes. People go to college. They become different people. People stay home. You know, I didn't go to college. So I was so afraid that all my friends would think they were, like, too cool to talk to me and didn't want me to like visit or and that wasn't the truth like that was just in my head I ended up going to community college at first and then just commuting to school because it was cheaper it was a way easier way for my family to to do things but it's just it's a scary time and high school doesn't prepare you for the real world like who you were in high school the real world literally does not give one shit about you know if you're really popular in high school nobody cares anymore And I think that that's really important, especially to tell like younger generations. Um, There's a quote from One Tree Hill. Bevan says it and she's like, the real world doesn't really care who you were in high school. It's something like that. But it's the truth. Nobody cares. Nobody cares if you were like the star football player unless you're in the NFL or something like that. I don't know. But it's a really weird time in everyone's life and rewatching it and being 27 and knowing I graduated 10 years ago. Never in my life would I have thought I'd live in Nashville, Tennessee. Never in my life would I think I'd be on a podcast talking about Laguna Beach, which I watched in eighth grade. So life's crazy. Things change. And that's that. (laughs) The end of the episode is Elsie and Lo talking about how they're, or 
talking about how they're excited for college and Lauren's excited to be near Steven and Lo is excited to meet hot water polo players. And that is the end of the episode. It's it's a good one. It's definitely not one of my favorite episodes. I feel like um, they were kind of, you know, what can you do with graduation? It's a real thing and nobody knows what to talk about. Nobody knows what to do. And I will say they probably tried to make it more positive considering how much negative drama there was this season. But graduation, man, it's kind of crazy to think about like 10 years ago, I was in high school trying to figure out what the fuck I want to do with my life. And now I'm at 27 and I'm still kind of feeling that way. I'm feeling very like I'm not doing what I want to do and what can I do to change it. But I'm one of those people when I get really stressed, I shut down. Sometimes I'll thrive, but a lot of times I have to shut down and kind of close myself off. Like right now, I'm in the middle of trying to find an apartment, which is really stressful for me. I've never lived on my own. Um, I actually still lived with my parents until I moved to Nashville. It was just too expensive to move out. And I, you know, none of my friends wanted to move out and all that. So this is kind of me doing everything by myself. But luckily I have, you know, a lot of, you know, Callie. Luckily, I have Callie, and she's been helping me out because she's moved a whole bunch, so she knows, like, all the ropes. She knows what to do, everything like that, and I'm really thankful to have her in this moment because she's been super helpful and super awesome, but I don't know. I guess lately I've been – I usually ask people, you know, what do you want me to rant about at the end of the podcast, and I guess I've kind of been going through a lot, like, emotionally in my own head, dealing with – I talk about this a lot, the loss of my cousin. That one's been really heavy on me lately. His birthday's coming up. So I think that's why it's like weighing on me so much. And I'll just listen to like two songs on repeat and kind of cry it out. And there's the part of me that's like, it was four months ago, like it's time to move on. But then there's a part of me that's like, no, that's still pretty fresh. You know, you're living away from your family. So things are still pretty hard. But that's kind of where I've been at. And I've just been so stressed out. And that's why I love having this page. It does help me kind of, you know, keep my mind on something else. And that's why I also love having this podcast because I can just kind of talk it into the air. And you guys listen. I appreciate everyone who listens. But it's just kind of a nice way to, to work through things, kind of. And another thing I've been doing. So one thing I went through as a kid that I have not talked about a ton. My mom's a really bad alcoholic. And I was really nervous she would like somehow find out I talked about it because she's worked really hard and she's doing great now, but she doesn't like to talk about it. She doesn't, you know, she's kind of, she has her moments still, but um, I've been projecting a, in the, if you've gone, if you have someone in your life who's an addict, I highly recommend going to Al-Anon. That helped me so much, like therapy and Al-Anon. And I haven't been working my program, and that's what Al-Anon is. It's kind of like AA, but for children of alcoholics and children and loved ones. It's not just children. I shouldn't say just children. Like at the meetings, people's husbands are alcoholics or their children are, you know, addicts, things like that. So it can be anyone who's close to you. And one of the things is projecting your feelings on other people because I didn't have control over a hell of a lot growing up, and I didn't have... I didn't have, you know, you wake up, have breakfast on the table, get go to school, come home, everything's good because sometimes I didn't know what I was waking up to. And sorry, talking about this is a little hard, but I need to like just put it out there. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I haven't been, you know, going to Al-Anon since I moved to Nashville and I'm starting to project my 
personal feelings onto other people and how they act. Whereas I just need to step back and be like, that's not my business, you know, and I'm having so much trouble doing that. Um, I'm seeing people do things and I want to be like, no, 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 no. This is how you do it. This is the correct way to do things. And it's not, it doesn't matter, you know. It's just been something, those two things kind of going on in my head right now. But I promise you, next week's a lot funnier. Like I said, the the podcast with Reagan is probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Definitely top three. I will say that for sure. And her friend Jenica is really cool too. She's really funny. And they both have like this awesome light about them. And I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. This is really cool. And then I'm also going to be on a podcast in two weeks called The Boston Girls. Boss, B-O-S-S-T-O-W-N. Boss Town Girls. And I felt like a little weird doing it. I feel like it, I d- it definitely wasn't my best interview, but I'll definitely put that link up too once that's live. I appreciate all the support. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Sorry this podcast wasn't the best one I've done. I know it was kind of choppy. I know it was all over the place. No more lives while I try and like think of witty shit to say on the podcast. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you. Well, next week is the Reagan podcast and I promise you you'll be pleasantly surprised with how candid I became during it how candid she was how candid her friend Jenica was really awesome so I will talk to you guys soon thank you for tuning in